everything. But glory to God, I want to thank you. Yesterday, I, I posed the question, how can a jealous God tell us not to be jealous? And we're going to have on this um, podcast and, and on the We Believe God Prayer and Devotional Line, we're going to have some dialogue this morning because I, I think it's important that we first know who we are. And, you know, and um, I, I, I always reach out to um, Evangelist Smith and Sister Sandra because they are the um, seasoned women on this line. And they, they done gone through some things so they can, they like, I got a natural mother and I have a spiritual mother. So they'll spank me if I'm wrong and, and they'll bring correction if I'm not in order. And we all know that God is a God of order. Um, and one thing I want to say is that we always have to go back to the original intent. You know, when we posted that question, how can a jealous God tell us not to be jealous? That was a Pandora box that we are willing to open up and dive right in because we see that there is a spirit of jealousy in the land, in the earth realm. And sometimes we get it confused with God being a jealous God. Well, I posed that question because I believe that it was the right timing of God. And when I say we got to go back to the original intent, and that's what I really mean. We got to go back to the original intent. God intended for us to run this land and have dominion. But before we can run this land and have dominion, we got to first realize that God created us. Hallelujah. God breathed the breath of life into us in Genesis chapter 2. First of all, we are just like God. We are little gods on this side of heaven. And one thing I like to say is that when God created us, and I need you to to hear me by the spirit of God, when God created us, he made us like him. He has given us the power and the authority to speak things into existence, to have dominion over the enemy, glory to God, to have dominion over every creeping thing. But he never gave us to have dominion over people. He said to have dominion over the enemy. Glory to God. And the reason why I brought this this topic up is because we failed to realize that the reason why God is a jealous God is because he's the owner of everyone. He said in Psalms 24 that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Ownership means he owns us. That means when he owns us, we are his investment and he wants the best of us. He wants the best for us and his jealousy is not selfish. His jealousy is selfless. That's because he wants the best for all of us. He wants us to come to him. I believe you would never knew that God's name is jealous. And you'll find that in Ezekiel, I'm sorry, Exodus 34, 14. He said that for you shall worship no other God for the Lord whose name is jealous. It's a jealous God. Glory to God. 
Now, I want to define jealous. Jealous has so many different uh, definitions, but I want to use this particular uh, definition. It says jealous is defined as very watchful or careful and guarding or keeping and resentfully envious. So God said, Jesus, um, God said he's a jealous God because guess what? He watches over his word to perform it and he watches over us, but we can get out of the will of God. God don't want us out of the will. He wants us to all be into him. Now in my studying, you know, my mother and I, we, we like to talk and have conversation. We break bread and get into the word. You know why there is such a, a disperse, a despot, um, There are so many gods. I'll just put it like that. There are so many gods in the earth realm, but there is only one true living God. Well, if you go back to the beginning, the time when men fell, that's when it gave um, the open up of gods. That's when the plot began. When the enemy, when when Satan deceived the woman and they ate of the fruit, That's when the plot came into fruition to bring about the different gods, to bring about confusion, to bring about deception, to get us outside of the will of God, to get us into selfishness instead of being all into God so God can take care of his people. Glory to God. So from the fall of men, that's when the devil began to produce all these different gods to get us all out from the one and only true living God. I like something that my mom often said. She said, why would you want to follow someone who was in position? He was in heaven, but was kicked out because he tried to exalt himself above God. Matter of fact, He is jealous because he wanted all the attention on him. He wanted heaven to worship him. He thought he was God. He wanted to be like God. But God created him. So God is a jealous God, but his jealousy is good. God does not want our spirit. Listen, I've been saying that we are a spirit that is clothed in a body or housed in a body that possesses a soul. When I see you, I don't see the real you. The real you is a spirit. That's why we must worship him. How? In spirit and in truth. You know why we need to worship him? Oh my God. The reason why we need to worship him in the spirit because you can't get into the, the into the holies of holies in the flesh. Hey, glory. The only way you can get into the holies of holies is spirit to spirit. So you are a spirit that is housed or clothed in a body that possesses a soul. And that's why God does not want you to be jealous or envious of anyone. If we're going to be jealous, it should be righteous jealousy, meaning we want the best for that individual that we long for them to 
be the best that they can be. And we want the desires of the father to be their desires. So God don't want our spirit to be consumed by the world or by the God of this world. Who is the devil? God wants our relationship. He wants a relationship with our spirit man. That's why we need to get more into the word of God. Y'all talk back to me this morning. God want us to have that relationship. Spirit to spirit. Not flesh to flesh. Because this flesh is a mess. Paul said, I die daily. Meaning to the fleshly desires. Our desires should be God's desires. And when we understand who we are in Christ Jesus, I'm telling you, you'll begin to recognize the enemy and you won't be up and down when life happens. You'll begin to stand. After you have done all that you know how to do, you'll stand because you understand your God. God will not withhold no good things from you or from me. Glory to God. God want us to be all in him. Sister um, Carla talked about ownership. Oftentimes we get it twisted. We believe that when we come to husband and wives, they believe that they own each other. They don't own each other. They have a covenant. Hallelujah. In other words, they are in agreement with God. But God owns everything. He owns a cattle on a thousand hill. And when I thought about the particular scripture in Psalms, that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, ponder on that particular passage of scripture. Everything on this earth belongs to the Lord. He owns it. So that's why he's a jealous God. Because he wants us to seek him. But we're seeking these things. Where things can be temporary. But if we seek him, he's eternal. Glory to God. He's the ATM. You'll never, never go without. Because you all into him. So... Tell me in your study, what do you think the jealousy, why God is jealous and he don't want us to be jealous? Who would like to be the first? Well, good morning, everyone. I just like to say that God would be jealous because he's the owner of everything and he doesn't want the enemy to have any part of us. This is why he came he bled, he died, and he suffered and gave us the power to have a choice not to go outside of his wishes and his desire for us to know him as well. So whenever we don't serve God and we share all our time, and it's so simple, the gospel in itself is simple. When I was thinking about the jealousy of God and why he tell us not to be jealous, the natural jealous is one that destroys, but the spiritual jealousy is the one to keep us in line so one day we can reign with him as his bride. 
Amen. Thank you so much, um, Evangelist Smith. Who else has something about why God, how can a jealous God be jealous, but tell us not to be jealous. And there's a passage of scripture says that jealousy is cruel as the grave. And that is, I'm backing you up, Evangelist Smith, about that. Because when we are in the selfish um, jealousy, we become envy, conniving. We, we, we will even kill another man's uh, husband just to have their wives. Hmm. Oh, y'all not going to talk back to me this morning. My God. You'll begin to plot and you'll begin to to scheme to get something else that doesn't belong to you when it all belongs to God. That's why we don't have to be jealous of another man's servant. Because we don't know what they went through or what they're doing to get what they got. But if we do it God's way, Matthew 6, 33, the thing is God. All those things that you want, guess what? It's in him. Glory to God. Who's Who else would like to um, talk about the topic here? So I would like to say um, someone that the creation cannot be greater than the creator. So how dare we question God or would want to think that we have the say so, you know, he said that his word is his word. And what he says is, what, is, what he says in his word is we have to accept what he says. He created us. We didn't create him. So the creation cannot be greater than the creator. So that in itself, it's like you're trying to dictate to um, your parents. Um, they brought you into this world and they're, you know, just a little scenario. And you think you know it all and have it all. And you're trying to tell them instead of listening to what they have to say. He spoke the word world into existence and he is our creator not the other way around so there's no way um we can be jealous he is a jealous god because he created us and we're supposed to worship him not the other way around so that's my take on it that it's like the clay trying to be greater than the potter <laughs> and it's not going to work. Yes. So, so <laughs> that in itself, you know, that's my take on it. Amen. Thank you so much, so, Sister Sandra. So, okay. Sister Sandra, I'm going to pick it back off for you because as I was sitting here, I was pondering this and I was reading and, you know, I was just asking God to just show me and uh, I'm going to put it in layman's terms. So we often hear people say, but there ain't no manual to be no parent. There was nothing, you know, that, that was given to me. Well, yes, it is a manual. There's a manual for everything on earth and it's called a B-I-B-O-E. And to learn how to be the best in the world. God set us up for success. He had in mind that he wanted the best for his children, so he created a place of paradise that all we had to do was just do our chores. Just do our chores and be obedient. 
But again, like children, we test those boundaries. And as I tell my kids, with every choice you make, there is a consequence. So you have to be ready when you make that choice. You have to be ready to take on that consequence. And because of our consequences, then we no longer live in that paradise that he had prepared, that he had hoped, the vision that he had had for us. Because each one of us have a vision of what we want our kids to be and how successful we want us to be. So he actually set us up for success. But because we went outside of his will, but the great thing about our father, the great thing about our father is that even though we done all of this stuff, we don't make the right choices, we sin, we did be disobedient, he still had a plan. He still had a plan to bring us back to him, to save us, to bring us back to that paradise one day. And so by doing that, when you think about when you do stuff for your kids, you know, you put them through school, you, you put them through the best schools, you you put them in dance class, you put them in sports, you know, you get them tutors, all this stuff that you do to, to make sure that they will be able to reach that goal, to be successful at the things that you have planned for them. Our father did the same thing, even though we sin, even whatever, he's done all this stuff. He paid the price that we could never pay him back. He gave his only begotten son to pay for all our sins. And he has a right because he owns it all. He's done it all for us. And as parents, we feel the same way sometimes. Hmm. That old child, that ungrateful child or whatever, even though we've done it all, but we he did it out of love. This is we do out of love for our kids. So by all means, my father have a right to be jealous. Look at all that he has done for me. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister um, Carla. And one thing I want to share that there are two types of jealousy. There's the there's the good kind of jealousy and the bad kind of jealousy. Now, the bad kind of jealousy is the selfish, like I said. It's about me, my foe, and no more. It focuses on the facts of me, 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 me. I, 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 I. The good kind of jealousy, it, it, it worries about oneself, it worries about the other. It means that I'm concerned about each and every one of you. It's not about Minister Mac, it's about you. It's about the kingdom of God. And see, from the beginning of time, like I said, if you go back and study, the devil began to plot because he didn't even want Adam and Eve to walk in the cool of the day with God. He wanted them to himself. Remember, God want us and the devil want us. And yesterday, I'm telling you all, I, I went back and I listened to this, this sermon. And I, I, I got holy. I, I was having a Holy Ghost fit in my house. And when I mean right that, what I mean by that is that, oh my God, I was just all in God, just praying and worshiping. I, 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 I told Sister Carla that I, I just said, God, just go ahead and take me like you did Enoch. Because that's how the presence of God was in my house, was so thick like that. And then, you know what the Lord was saying to me as I was studying? He said, we got to let and allow. He said, we got to let in and out. Matter of fact, he said, let this mind be in you. If we want to be like God, then we got to be like God. We got to walk like him. We got to talk like him. We got to demonstrate him in the earth realm today. But we got to let, we got to let this mind. Remember the battle is in the mind. 
We got to let this mind be in us like it is in Christ Jesus. And then we got to allow God to be God. You know why there is a lot of confusion? It's because they are confused in their mind. They have been tricked by the enemy. And they're not in the word of God. And God is a jealous God and he loves us so much. God, I re- listen, God did not make hell for us. He made hell for the, the, for the day of evil, for the devil. But there's a lot of people going to hell. Matter of fact, the word of God said hell is increasing herself. And that's because of choice. Glory to God. Anyone else who would like to talk about the topic? Yes, good morning. Um, I would like to um, say a little bit about the topic. My my thought or my take on that, um, the reason why God is a jealous God, to me, he's like, um, you know, you, the toddler that um, has that temper tantrum, that me, 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 my, my state, he's jealous because he doesn't, it grieves him because jealousy is sin. So it grieves him when we sin. God loves us so much. As Sister Carla said, he gave his only begotten son so that we would have a, a chance at life. And it is he's jealous because he doesn't want us to sin because sin takes us away from him. God wants us to just come to him and to believe in him and trust in him and everything. He does. He wants us to himself. So that's my take on why God is a jealous God. Amen, Sister Martha. You are so absolutely right. And I'm so glad because I was going to pose that question. I was going to ask, is jealousy a sin? And you are absolutely right. Jealousy is a sin. Matter of fact, it's a nasty sin. You know why? Because it eats at our hearts and it steals our joy. Hallelujah. It brings about the envious side. When God jealousy is about you. He, he knows the plan he has for you. He got an expected future for you. But the devil is selfish. He wants you to bow down and worship him. He wants you to go where, where his ending is going to be. God wants you to know him. And the only way we can know him, guess what? We got to let and allow. We got to let this mind. That's why we got to renew our mind. How? Daily. In the word of God. And then we got to allow God to be God. All of us who are on this prayer and devotional line and and listening by way of the podcast. Those of you who have children. Remember, children are a gift from God. So if your child is challenging you, you need to let that child go back to God. What do you mean by that, Minister Back? That means you need to say, God, I'm returning the sender this gift that you gave me. That means you're going to take them to the altar and leave them there. And know that God's purpose for their lives will prevail. You can't fix it. God already done fixed it. Your role is to pray until you see Christ be conformed in them. And Lord knows sometimes our children is our greatest challenge. But the greater the challenge, the greater the change for your life. Because it's purpose. God want us 
to not worry. He want us to worship. Who? Him. He want us to worship him in spirit and in truth. He does not want us to worry. He's jealous because he wants all of you. I can't even articulate. When I study the word of God and I realize how much God loves me so much. I don't have to worry about a thing. And you either. You got to know that you represent God. And God take care of his own. He said it. He will perfect that which pertains to you. You just got to relax. We got to move ourselves out of the way. God loves us and wants what's best for us. God knows what we have need of. And we're hurting our own selves when we don't surrender all. When we don't say yes to him. Remember, you think about it. You got to start telling yourself, I don't own myself. I don't even own the ground that I walk on. I don't even own the door that I turn the knob on. I don't even own this car. I know some of y'all cars paid off and houses paid off, but it still don't belong to you. It belongs to the Lord. The earth is the Lord. Think about that particular passage, Psalms 24 and 1. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The earth is the Lord. If you begin to confess that, it'll remove you and your thought out of the way. And you'll just say, God, this belongs to you. I ain't going to worry about it. You will confuse the devil. You will even mess your own self up. Because you'll say, man, two years ago, boy, I'd be ready to tear it out and get them all the way together. But now, nah, uh-uh, this is God. This is all God. I'm going to leave it to God because he's a jealous God and, and he going to take care of me because he loves me. That's why I, my confession is I'm God's favorite. I know that doesn't, that doesn't sound right to most people, but if you get the concept of what it is, you too will begin to say it. I'm God's favorite because God loves us all the same. That'll get you out of allowing the enemy to tell you that God doesn't love you. He loves you so much that he gave. God is always in the giving. Your money don't belong to you. Your house and cars, everything. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell within, therein. Do you dwell in the earth? If you on this prayer line and if you're listening by way of the podcast, You dwell here in the earth. So guess what? The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And they that dwell therein. So God owns you. You belong to God. So you might as well just say yes and yield. The reason why there's such such a rapid of deception is because of choices, the desires, 
Remember, I said desire is a force. It's a force that will make you want something that doesn't belong to you. Or it's a force that'll make you to have, watch this, strong desires that will come against God's original intent. And you know why the devil don't want us to get in the B-I-B-L-E? Because we'll know who our God is. Confusion is in the land because the devil is confusion. He don't want you to be lovers. Oh, watch this. Oh, my God. He don't want you to be a lover of God. He wants you to be a lover of self. When God is love. He wants you to be selfish in your love. And God wants us to be selfless. Meaning that it's not about us. It's about him. It's about his original intent for our life. God's will will be done. That's why I say God hasn't changed his mind about you and you and you. Many are the plans of the righteous, but God's purpose will prevail. So God is jealous. But his jealousy is a good jealousy because it's about you. He owns you and he wants the best for you. He has a plan and a purpose for your life. He know all about you. He know your zip code. He knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows you from the inside out. Matter of fact, you got him in you because you're breathing. God breathed the breath of life in you. And he's the air that we breathe. (laughs) So, that's why God don't want us to be jealous. Because he's jealous. He don't want us to envy. He don't want us to be jealous of no one else establishment. Whatever you want, God has it. You just need to do this. I'm telling you, if you get up, even if you don't know what to do, if you just do Matthew 6:33, God is the master strategist. And as we read the other day in Guanasha He'll talk to you even while you sleep. He'll give you dreams and vision. And then he'll turn around, watch this, and make provision. You and I need to get out of the way. And remember, we got to let and allow. We got to let God be God. And we got to allow him to be. And that's going to require you and I to yield. Move completely out of the way so he can be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen.